Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about elections. Elections. Remember when elections used to be legit, above board? Remember when the best guy would win? Yeah. And I don't know. It wouldn't be the best guy from other people's perspectives. But at the same time, like... But they were fair. Yeah. They They were fair. They shook hands at the end. Yep. And when you won, you know, or or you lost, you were like, ah, man, maybe next year. We'll get him next year. But it's not like that anymore. It is really not. The, the political arena is a nasty place. I would like to know what percentage of the country has lost complete faith in elections. Yeah, you can't trust the polls really to find that out. No, you cannot. Here's my problem with losing faith in the elections, though. My problem is, and I understand there's a whole lot of people out there that think that the last presidential election was stolen. They think that it was stolen from Donald Trump. And, and we talk about it. And I go back and forth, right? I think I only have a problem admitting it because, I mean, you're off the cliff then. There's no walking it back, right? Once you admit that this country has an illegitimate president, oh, man, that's a big, that's a big admit. But you're, but you're in conflict because you're, you're, you know, your eyes are telling you something. No, you're right. And my gut's telling me, I know, I know something is wrong here. Something is wrong. And the way, and the way it played out at the end where it took six days and however long it took and then stopped voting in the middle of the night. Yeah. And whenever something, I went to bed, everything was fine. I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. And when, and when a state is won by 15,000 votes, when the normal margin of error on mail-in ballots is 3% and they're nowhere near that, like there's, there's always going to be questions. Always. So my problem is that all those people that feel disenfranchised now that don't trust the elections, you cannot stop voting. You no, can't. Because you can't if you stop up. voting, you are giving them a legitimate victory at this point. Yeah, you can't give up on the process. If they want to cheat, you have to make them cheat. The only way you're ever going to catch them cheating is by them cheating. Making them get sloppy. Yeah. Well, yeah. But if we aren't turning out, if we aren't turning out to vote, then they're going to win. They're going to win legitimately. They're going to win strictly on numbers alone. Now, today, as we record this, it's November 2nd, and we got big elections going on, right? We got a bellwether election going on here that's probably going to decide how the rest of the elections go out in Virginia. Youngkin? Youngkin. Youngkin is running against uh, Terry McAuliffe out there. Youngkin obviously being the Republican. And Is McAuliffe the same guy that was in blackface and or KKK hood in his school yearbook and literally said... I'm one of those guys, but you know I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> you know what? I have honestly lost track of which politicians have been in blackface. I have, honest to God. He is that guy. He is that guy. And they and and for all the shit that they do with canceling people, he just, he just sat back and, and got out of the limelight for a little bit. And then once once it passed, he well, was like, I'm back. But but there are different standards. Oh, I oh they're different standards, Dan. It's not fair. Dan, life is not fair. And this is just, if you want, if you want to be a racist Mm. out in the open, you need to be a Democrat. But it was a different time because there was a guy who said he didn't want to send his kid to a school that was like a racial jungle. Who was that? Um, Yeah. God, he didn't want to. Segregation. Uh, What was his name? Because he was friends with that KKK and wizard, a uh, bird, bird um, uh, Joe, Joe Biden, Joe, Bi- Joe Biden, Joe Biden said he didn't want his kids going to schools that would become racial jungles. The leader of the free world said that. Yeah. But that yeah. was, a that, that wasn't like, well, that truly year. was a different time. 
that was a time when, when he could make a coherent sentence, when he wasn't falling asleep at um, summits. Okay, okay. So Not having bathroom emergencies. So I'd like to take a step back and, and look at the media on how they're addressing this today, since it is poll day, right? And, they're, and they are voting. So just one day ago, CNN's headline, why Democrats are in a lot of trouble in Virginia. Okay. Now that could be them doing this yesterday and alerting the voters in Virginia going, hey, you got to get out and get this in because they're in a lot of trouble. And this is just headlines. I'm not really headline guy a lot, but I'm just trying to set the narrative here, right? The Washington Post, Virginia governor candidates McAuliffe and Young can brace for election day, which means it's going to be contentious, right? Fox News, lifelong Democrats supporting Yunkin in Virginia race. He kept listening to parents. Okay. So however you feel about CRT and CRT to me is, 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 a, is abortion in the schools, right? We don't really have a definition on it. Like you can kind of feel the way you want to feel about it. But if you talk to the normal voter and you ask them what CRT is, they don't know. They just know that it doesn't sound like reading, writing, and arithmetic. They understand that it has like this negative connotation that it is a terrible thing to teach your children because you're you're teaching them a lot of the stuff that you don't believe in, which, hey, and that's what COVID did with uh, homeschooling was got parents to actually be able to sit there next to them and see what, what's being taught. And maybe they don't agree with it, you know, so you got to make a move. CNBC, GOP pollster, sees likely Republican win in Virginia for governor race and says it will be a bad omen for Democrats. The Wall Street Journal. And I'm, I don't even pre-read these. I'm just scrolling across my Google feed right now, live. Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin in a dead heat in Virginia race. The Atlantic, how Virginia's governor race could impact 2024. Well, let me tell you how it's going to impact 2024. If there is even a hint of impropriety or election fraud in this election, we've talked before and I've said it before that we are so far off of an armed revolution in this country. It's, you can't just go from zero to a hundred. You can't go from, I think the government is stealing elections to, I'm going to start shooting at the government. If you are friends with people that truly want a shooting war to start with the government, you need to distance yourself from those people. We have so much work to do. I would, well, because they're probably federal agents, first I, of all. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I even said shooting the federal government right now is probably going to put us on watch list. But, you know, I would be interested to know how much of these guys that are putting on their tactical gear and grabbing their, you know, bug out bags. Yeah, their bug out bags. And, you know, how many of these guys voted in primaries? Oh, I bet you it's probably in the teens. Oh, I guarantee. I think that's probably high. You know, you're looking at primary elections. You look at May. Now, it may be a little higher here in May because people are starting to get sick of, of what we've got in Congress. But you look at these and just go to your communities and take a look and see what percentage of the voters turned out for these primaries. I mean, you're talking 3%, 5%, 8% of voters turning out for a primary and primaries are where the, 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 the races are. I mean, that's how you make your change. If you're not voting in the primaries, now you're just stuck with two shit candidates for the general. This is where you get rid of your, your representatives that aren't representing you is in the primaries. And I'll tell you right now that I will vote for a regular blue collar guy over a politician, almost unequivocally any race. I would take a mechanic right now over a politician I would take a, a sanitation worker. I would take I would take a doctor. I would take anybody who has not been involved in politics 
because the politicians are almost all slimy. And I tell you what I hate about the election is, and someone brought this up to me about the last election, the presidential election. This person said, Donald Trump won two thirds of the walk-up vote, but Joe Biden won three quarters of the mail-in vote. And it's like, well, okay. Okay. Right. So the, the shadier one of the two. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's three quarter. That I does don't, it, that, does it, that, that math doesn't work for me. Why we are allowing mail-in voting in this country is beyond me. Beyond me. Why anybody would fight against voter ID regulations or voter ID law. I mean, I'm 51 years old and I just got carded buying. Uh, oh, I'm not going to tell you what I was buying. Oh, that's fine. I get it. I get it. But you got. No, go. you don't get it. I, I went through a little seltzer phase in, in summer. Uh, not like Trulies and stuff, but uh, it was kind of like that. All right. So listen, man, I'm a bourbon guy. Just know that. God, that's embarrassing to admit. I don't know how this happened. Don't judge. Don't judge. No, I would judge me. Dudes that drink seltzers. So I'm looking at an old empty bottle of Old Forester up there. Uh, I'm a bourbon guy. It's just, you know, in the summer you like a seltzer. But anyway, I got carded at 51 years old. Why you can't show an ID when you go to vote is beyond me. You know why you can't? Because they want to cheat. That's why. That is the only reason that they would argue a voter ID law. You want to cheat. I mean, if they really cared about it in this $1.9 trillion package they're about to do, they can just do free IDs for everyone who can't seem to get one. Almost all the states do that anyway. No, I'm saying they can have an actual cause where they're like coming to your house, take your picture, do all that stuff if you want one to vote. But they, that's not what they want. No, that is not what they want. They want to give $450,000 um, to illegal immigrants because they had their kids taken away at the border after they committed a crime against the United States. That's what they want to spend their money on. But if this does not go the way of legal elections, I think the government's going to have big problems. There has to be consequences for that. But I think we can only keep a lid on the crazy right for so long. They're looking for a reason. They're looking for a reason. You think January 6th was not an insurrection, right? These guys were dressed up like Buffalo. They were taking pictures with the cops. This was not an insurrection. And if you're a true insurrectionist, you should be mad that they are being compared to you. You, you want to see an insurrection? Afghanistan. The Taliban, that was an insurrection. Marching in there with guns, executing members of the government, taking over the government, that's an insurrection. Really fast, too. Really, really fast. fast. Well, but, you know, nobody saw it coming. God, we had no idea. None of our data. None of our, none of our data. None of our data showed us. Trump was having a rally in Washington, D.C. on the 6th, and they didn't see that coming either. Right. And these are the people you put in office. Right. They didn't see that coming. Man, man, what a liability. What a freaking liability. But this is going to be a big election. It's going to be a big election. And I hope, you know, and it's not even that if it goes, look, if, if Youngkin doesn't win, that's fine. But you better be able to show me how this was a legit election. And, and if it rolls four days from now, and then all of a sudden, like his lead is shrinking, right? And shrinking and shrinking. And then all of a sudden he edges him and he wins. A state and I don't state. understand how, five. why are we doing that? Why are we allowing elections to go on for so long? Right. It's election day. It's not election week or election month. It's election day. Yeah. They've never had the amount of mail-in ballots that they have, unless they pre-counted the, the mail-in ballots first. That'd be a good way to pass that law because that way. You know, you know what you got, and that number's not going to change. 
the only problem with that is if it gets out and they're like, oh, there's, you know, and I always thought about Trump and every state he needed to beat the Democrats by more mail-in ballots that were available if he wanted to guarantee a win because it wasn't a guarantee. Well, no, it's not a guarantee. Not with mail-in. Because everyone, everyone on the other side that was so scared to be outside, touch people, they were going to mail it in. And then if you put, you know, the alleged fraud on top of that and there, you know, you don't stand a chance. Allegedly. I put that in air quotes. You just couldn't see it out there. Allegedly. The alleged <laughs> fraud. You know, and I'm not even sure. I mean, I think ultimately, I think the election was probably on the up and up. I do. I think that Joe Biden probably did win. I mean, he's been in politics for 40 years. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be the most popular president. So ridiculous, dude. Sleepy Joe. Literally. Did you see him at the summit? Dude, I've been there. Asleep. I've been there in safety meetings. Okay, but you're not the president of the United States, for Christ's sake. No, but it wasn't a very exciting topic. Have you ever shit your pants at a safety meeting? No. Because no. that's the way it's looking, right? No, he... but I would shit my pants in front of the Pope. What? Oh. What are you talking Where does this joke even go? I don't even know where this joke <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going there. No, that's where they, he was visiting the Pope when they say allegedly he shit his pants. Oh, is that it? Is yeah. that when he? Yeah. See you. you oh, now I got the joke. God, yeah. see, that was my fault. Yeah. I didn't realize he was actually in front of the Pope when he did it. I don't know if he was in front of the Pope, but he was definitely in the Vatican. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The memes are great. The meme. The meme. Meme the game is strong. <laughs> With all all the shit that's been falling out of his pants, walking all the way up to Air Force One. Did you see that? It's all the way up the as steps. He's tripping up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Back, this is, back to elections. Back to elections. Oh, I dude. mean, well, Joe, elections is elections. No, is, Joe Biden won a free and fair election. Hey, most popular president in the world. Ever, dude. Ever. Most popular president. More popular than the first African-American president, who Joe Biden says was, what did he say? Well-spoken. Boy, what? What was the quote on that? Are you looking up that quote? No, I'm oh. looking up something else. Yeah, more popular than Biden, more popular than Reagan, more popular than any president in history. But he is only 42% of Americans think that he's uh, mentally sharp. Mm. Fact check. Over 159 million people voted in the U.S. general election. Right, that was a, how many did the most popular get? 80, Trump got 74 million. 81? 81. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy because when I looked it up, I want to say, I just looked it up a while back before all this happened. And I, I want to say there was 150 million registered voters at the time. And that was before, way before 2016, a couple of years before that. And if you look on like the Wikipedia page of Democrats and Republicans, like I think it says the Democratic Party has 44 million registered Democrats <laughs> and the GOP is... 10 million less, I think. So those numbers are, are, are totally off because, I mean, well, the, maybe the country has grown. Maybe, because I could tell you this, that I am not a registered Republican. Right. There, right. And I think there's a whole lot of people that are leaving the parties now because we're sick of this bullshit. You know, the Republicans are no better. The Republican Party, the GOP is no better than the Democrats anymore. They're not. I don't care. No, they all take I said that, what I all, said. They all take that jacket off and behind closed doors and. Well, let's not talk about taking the jacket off. They really sit. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan doesn't own a jacket, right? Best congressman out there. They're not inviting Jim to the closed door meetings and the, and the parties and, the, and you know, sipping really expensive champagne while they're laughing, talking about Tesla. It is disgusting what this country's turned into. And we're going to talk. In the future, we're going to talk about 
how we're going to take this country back, right? How, how I think we're going to take it back. And I'll tell you how, just briefly, how I think we take it back. I think the federal government, we've talked about this. I think the federal government is, uh, they've gone off the cliff. I don't think there's any bringing the federal government back. You still need to put the good people in there and, you know, to work on getting it back. But I don't think there's anything that people can do to take the federal government back. No, my biggest fear though, is just, is just the dollar itself. I mean, the, the, the fed is so deep into our dollar. The fed has us by the, by, by, by the balls and they'll always keep the interest rate at zero. As long as we keep letting them print the money. Because they're we're always going to be on the hook for the interest, and we're never get, we're never getting that back. So the Fed is uh, another area that we need to focus on and really educate people. Because even people at my bank, when I look these young kids in the face and I go Federal Reserve, government entity, they're like, "Yep," and I'm like, "You you need to be educated." We need to abolish the Fed. I mean, that's that's a big one. But that's that's scary because you know. The only thing back in the dollar is you know the what though that, is the fact that if I hand you a hundred, but Dan here you know it's a hundred. But Dan, here's the thing: is no matter what you say about fixing the government, it's always scary, right? Oh, here's why we can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, we can't get rid of education. Oh no, because if we got rid of that, then right? Oh, we can't stop social welfare. My God, if we do that, everything is scary. Which is why we're letting them get away with this for so long. Why they're getting away with everything that they're doing. Those fear tactics. It is. It's scare tactics and it's apathy. People Mm -hmm. don't care anymore. And it's ignorance. People don't know what's in the Constitution. They don't know what the government is allowed to do. I'll tell you what. The government is not allowed to do about 90% of what the government is doing. Their authority in the Constitution is few and defined. They do not have the authority to be doing what they're doing. And you've got the, the chief executive officer of the federal government. You know, you've got Joe Biden in there who is admitting that he is unconstitutional. The things he's doing is unconstitutional. He's admitting that the eviction moratorium is unconstitutional, but they're going to keep doing it until the Supreme Court tells them they can't do it. This is the president of the United States, put his hand on a Bible, swore to uphold and defend the Constitution, saying, I know what I'm doing is unconstitutional. What happened to him? Nothing. And can you imagine if the other guy would have said something like that? Oh, my God. They would have burned this country down literally, right? Because we've forgotten what it's like to have cities burned down. Because as soon as Biden got in there, the riots stopped magically, Mm. right? No more rioting. But had Trump done that, they would have burned Minneapolis to the ground. They would have burned Portland to the ground. They would have burned, you know, St. Louis to the ground. Didn't those Tiki Torch people make an appearance just at this last governor's race? Yeah. Uh, There was a bunch of right-wing racists who showed up uh, alongside of the bus for Glenn Youngkin. Yeah, I saw the pictures. No, no, I saw the pictures. They were they were actual racists who showed up there and they were alongside of the bus. I mean, that's that's true. I saw the pictures. Unless you have something else to add to that, uh, I'm looking at the picture. One of them's black. I don't know. I saw I saw Chappelle's sketch about that. Oh, a blind black racist guy. But I don't think this is it. I, I think no, no. And is that a chick? Is that a chick with her hair tucked in the hat? Wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Something's fishy. Hold Uh, on. Let me check Twitter. Twitter will tell me. Wait just a minute. Are those, are those Democrats? Those are, I think they're from the Lincoln Project. What? You mean they're not real racist? They're not real Nazis? Oh, wait, wait. It says here they were just showing that this governor has not denounced these type of people. Oh, so they were Democrats dressing up like racist and Nazis. Just 
to show everybody that he should be denouncing these type of people. Mm. I also call it smiletting. Did they? <laughs> smiletting. That is the act of trying to, to, to make yourself a victim. Did they, I mean, they came out and told everybody this was the ploy from the beginning, right? No, Not- no, no. I think according to this, a couple news anchors from some nefarious sources cited it, then never walked it back. And then after the cat was out of the bag and these people got docs as who they were, then their Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts went private. Oh, why'd that happen? Oh, they just, so they came out with this after they got caught. They did. They did. And they were like, listen, we only did it to bring attention to the fact that we're terrible actors. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. And then they're like doubling down on it going, yeah, yeah. This and this been- happened just days before the election. Yeah. Which could kind of be construed as election interference. Interesting. Mm. But huh. no, that's not, that's not for them. That doesn't work on that side. There's that no. double standard. Again. No, there's another picture uh, on Twitter. All right. That you were talking about. Which one was that? Confederate flag. Oh yeah. 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 They took a picture of this lady who now it's only a picture from behind and she has a hat on. So you can't see her face. Yeah. Right. And she's at, she was at a young event. Well, well, it's, it's trending on Twitter as Confederate. Okay. So we'll pull that up here on, on Twitter, Confederate, right? Man, Confederate, Confederate flag and Confederate flag junk and populate right away. Right. The top thing is uh, Mike Valerio verified on Twitter. Um, so he's a blue check. So he, he knows more than us. Yeah. And, and he's pop- a better person they than us. They populated him first because he's got 1,600 retweets, 2,100 likes, and 5,200 comments. When you have more comments than likes, I know right away it's ratio. I right. know right away it's ratio. Right. <laughs> so I don't have to look in there. But let's just see what he says. Glenn Youngkin takes the stage here in Loudoun County, the final rally of his campaign. And that's all he has. But it's a picture of the stage from the point of view standing behind the lady with a freshly sewed on Confederate flag on the back of her uh, denim jacket. Right? <laughs> but at least the second thing in the Twitter's top populated thing says last ditch hoax shows Confederate flag wearing man that Youngkin rally. Then people get a closer look. The hat is a, ni- a nice touch. So that is a guy, and he was, and it, and the lady he's sitting next to has an even bigger black hat on. So you, you can't, really so you can't identify that. anybody. So we can't go to anybody. We can't pull up social media accounts. We can't. We don't know who this person mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. All we know is that somebody wearing a Confederate flag at a, at a Yunkin event. So this other guy says three different angles from three different journalists, all conveniently standing behind a man with a newly sewn Confederate flag patch. Seems totally legit, right? Democrats know. No depths. It's so true. That's so true. I want to get into this ratio so bad on this guy's this guy's page. It's disgusting. The lengths that they will go to to win an election. Now, listen, I'm not I'm not taking away right uh, Republicans. We've done our fair share of shady shit, I'm sure. But just the way they're going about it now, the way they're labeling anybody who supports the right as an extremist or a racist. Right. And what they're doing is we're allowing them to control the narrative. People are afraid to speak out against them now because you don't want to be canceled. Right. We're working. We have the jobs. We don't want to get fired from our jobs. We don't want the woke mob calling our jobs. You have a racist working for you, even though you're not a racist. Harassing our families. Harassing our families. Right. 
We are allowing the left to control the narrative. And because of that, they are winning the war on social media. They're winning the war in the schools because we are afraid to call them out. I'll tell you what, there's this new libertarian I've been following on Twitter, Shane Hazel, verified just recently. He's the radical governor 2022 for the Liberty Party for Georgia. Okay. And so we're taking on Kemp. And I'd like to even try to get him on, on the pod. So if you're listening, reach out for sure, because I've, I've seen him on, on a, on a Tim cast. I've seen him, you know, on his Twitter, just be lit. He don't give a shit, man. He's just, he would probably be a blast to have. He would be like Jonah, but less professional. <laughs> he's talking about Jonas Scholes, who's going to, uh, he's going to join us. He's running for the 16th district out here. And Jonah is very professional. And a sharp, sharp kid. Sharp. A hundred percent. I am a hundred percent behind Jonah. Um, what is he, a flooring salesman? Uh, he, yeah. 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 He's just a regular old dude, man. Yeah. And all of his money coming in is grassroots money. He's not taking big money. I'm going to hammer him on some, on some flooring stuff too, because. Well, let's see if he can come in here and do something with this carpet in here. You're not going to, well, he's just going to sell it. He ain't going to lay it. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Have you looked at his hands? No. Are they calloused? I don't know. No, I, I haven't. You think he's just selling it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he would have jeans with holes in these if he was lame, if he was lame floor. <laughs> but I know flooring. I was born and raised in the floor game. I'm telling you what, I'm going to ask him a lot of questions about floor just to kind of throw him off and see if I can't. Cause we, you know, there's no softballs over here. We're not giving you, we're no, not we're giving not you easy stuff, but we're also going to be respectful. We do. We, we, we like the hard questions here. Yeah. And you got to answer and we're going to hold you to it, you know? And, and that's the problem with the other side is they're, they're never held to it. All right. So we'll be interested to see what happens with this, with this governor's race. And we may need to have another episode tomorrow about the outcome. If it starts getting shady. I just feel like it's going to be shady. I do, man. I don't trust the system. It's a new thing though. It's a new thing to expect it to last six days and for that lead to shrink. But we're allowing it to happen. Yes. Because the DOJ is not going to sack it. No. Why are we allowing this? Why is everybody so quiet? We get on social media and we bitch about it, but we're not doing anything about it. We're not primarying these guys out. We're not getting rid of these politicians that aren't standing up for us. Do you remember the last election where they were like covering the windows? Oh yeah. And they were like, you can't see Yeah, you're not allowed to see this. Yeah, That's, not, that's not shady at all. No, no. Nothing to see here. But we're allowing it to happen. Look, every single congressman who has violated his oath to the Constitution, or violated his duty to his constituency, there are no second chances anymore. We're done. We're done with second chances. You have to vote them out. I don't care what kind of good job they've been doing, right? Your guy could have cured cancer, but if he violated the Constitution, thanks, Sorry, bud. thanks for your service. Sorry, I appreciate bud. you running, but you got to go. We're going to elect this mechanic. We're going to elect this flooring salesman. Right, right. Now, Jonah's thing is different, right? Because Gonzalez, he voted, Anthony Gonzalez here, 16th District, Ohio, voted for the, the unconstitutional impeachment of Donald Trump. And buddy, his socials have been hell ever since. It doesn't matter what he puts on there. What he could put on there something like, hey, man, uh, I'm at this veterans event. We're helping all the vets. Everybody's like fucking traitor, right? Everybody's like seven out of 10 comments. Oh, at least. Or eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks, fucking traitor. Right. I mean, that is, it's seriously, I, we're not even, we're, we're not even being funny here. I mean, that is seriously what the, 
It was so bad he knew he didn't. He wasn't going to stand a chance. Right, and he got out. So now Jonah's race is a. It's an open primary. There's no incumbent in there anymore, and it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. He is running against Max Miller, who Donald Trump did endorse. But I'm not a big fan of Max Miller, man. No, he hasn't. He hasn't answered for debate. He nope. hasn't came up here and, and he's riding the, the coattails. He's not kissing no babies. He's not shaking no no hands. No, he's just riding the coattails of Donald Trump, and he's bringing in the big money. That's it. I guess he's just starting to show up at some events, but but yeah, uh, Jonah keeps putting the thing up uh, where he asked him. I don't remember how long ago it was now. Uh, but it's long, been months. Yeah. A long time ago, asked him for a debate, and they will not even give Jonah the time of day. They won't even answer him. So I'd like to thank all of you for listening to the pod. Listen, if you got a question and you want to hear something, I want you to hashtag Pod Bless America on Twitter. If you and, want to reach out to us, we've got Jim at pbapodcast.com. You can send us hate mail. You can send us love mail. You know, we don't care. Just let us know that you're listening. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what needs to change. Let us know what you want to hear more of. We're going to try to get on all the platforms as many as we can and we'll see which one works out the best. And uh, we're going to have a good time doing it, talking some shit. Right on. All right. So on top of that, Pod Bless America. 